0: Okay, so you've built a business. How do you get it to operational scale? Welcome to week number three, which is chapter number three of Jab Till It Hurts, how following Gary Vaynerchuk's advice, Helped me build a seven-figure brand. Yes, each week on TYC, the podcast, I am delivering a chapter of the book for free. You don't have to buy it on Audible. You don't even have to purchase it on Amazon. I'm giving it to you here. It is my gift to you. And chapter three is all about scaling your business. How do you scale something that is unscalable or that you haven't even started? This is TYC Three Yellow Chairs with Smacky Moskowitz. Chapter three, scaling. If Google made a roadmap for how to grow a business, that roadmap would be called Gary Vaynerchuk. I followed a roadmap laid out by Gary doing exactly what he preaches every single time you hear him deliver a keynote. Or you hear him talk about deploying this on Facebook or deploying that on Instagram, YouTube. He built the map. I just followed it and hit the start button. After helping the individual with his ad copy in that one Facebook group, I basically kept going into different groups for marketers. Again, I wasn't selling my service or dropping the name Ad Zombies, which was still relatively new. I was going in there and just helping people. I would go into Tim Bird's Facebook group, for example. Tim is a very high-level marketer with a lot of street cred. He's one of the best in the business. I would help people who were struggling with their copy. They would post their ad and say, "I'm not getting great results. How do I fix this? Anybody have any suggestions?" or they would post an ad that had been regurgitated a thousand times by marketing courses. There are lots of marketing courses out there that say they'll teach people how to start digital marketing agencies, but what they really teach is how to run Facebook ads and acquire leads. That means a lot of these small marketing agencies were and are struggling, because if you only know the basics, you're missing the single most important element to successful advertising. Understanding human behavior Are there good courses out there? Yes! I know a few legit players in the space In fact, I've been invited to speak at their private conferences And was thrilled to do so Sadly, they are the exception The rest of them are shit And simply regurgitate stuff from others I would go in and just start helping these people Over time, individuals would friend request me And they would see that I owned ad zombies. It was everywhere. I immediately put it on all my pages. On LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter. Anyone could see I had this thing. I would, as Gary says, jab, jab, jab. I would offer guidance. I would be their Yoda. I'm a big fan of Donald Miller's story brand framework. I've built my website using this brilliant architecture and love what he says about stories. Every story has a hero, a guide, and a villain. I was their guide. The people I was helping would become the heroes. The villain varied. Those are the three components of any story, and I'd help them get the win. They conquered the day with great ad copy. That is how I began to grow a following and a fan base. While this was happening, we had no systems in place. Now, you have to understand that it started with me. I was running an entirely separate company full-time. Wedgie Media, my creative company, was serving clients, building web properties, filming television and video projects, and my time was really, really split. So there wasn't a ton of time to think about the process. I was just helping people write copy. You jumped. Now what? So you started your thing. Your side hustle is now a business. You're trying to build your income and replace your salary. But how do you get the marketing, the promotion done? How do you take the money that you're starting to earn and properly invested in the digital tools like Facebook and Instagram or Snapchat? To do it is simple, but people overthink it. You want to approach it in three different ways. Number one, brand. You want your brand to always be in front of the people that most connect or should connect with your product, service, or offering. You're not asking for sales. You're just present. You can do this by creating brand messages on Facebook that don't have a call to action necessarily. They're not about selling. It's strictly engaging. For example, we run video ads in my company, Ad Zombies, at the top of the sales funnel. This is where we set a wide audience net, and we entertain people. We have one where it's a clown sneaking up behind a kid, and it says something like, you can't find the right words? We've got one for you. Help. Then it says something about the world's best copywriting service. We have another where it shows a young woman picking her nose, and it says, picking the wrong words? It's not funny. Pick us instead. We do this to entertain and engage potential customers, not to sell them. Then, when they do engage with us and those messages, we serve them ads that try to move them into the sales pipeline or funnel. These ads have a call to action, buy now, learn more. They have stories attached to them that help the consumer empathize or connect with what we're selling. It's not that difficult to achieve a robust sales pipeline on a platform like Facebook. In fact, if you want to properly learn how to use the platform, you can sign up for Facebook's free course. It's called Blueprint. I believe the link is facebook.com slash blueprint. You can follow the entire course from start to finish and get certified by Facebook. Not because you want to become a Facebook marketer, but because you want to market what you do the right way. You don't need to pay anyone to do this. It's free. Two, engage by listening. Listen to or read the conversations that are going on online about the topic or subject that you're an expert in. Pay attention to that conversation. My grandmother used to say, God gave us two ears and one mouth for a reason. We're supposed to listen more than we speak. So listen to the online conversation and then respond to them thoughtfully. Don't just jump in and respond jump in when there's a reason to. Three, put marketing dollars behind it. Once you know your audience, it's easy to go into Facebook, use some of the targeting tools that are available, and create a message targeted to those individuals. So, for example, if I wanted to get in front of people who follow Gary Vaynerchuk, I can find people through targeting who follow Gary because he has a public profile. You see, Facebook allows you to target people who follow public individuals. It's the same thing if it's matchbox cars or beef jerky. You find people who like those things, and suddenly you can get your message in front of them. Start putting thought into your messages. Start writing messages in a way that gets the attention of the consumer that you're looking to attract. You don't have to spend a million dollars a year on marketing. You can start slow. You can spend a couple of hundred bucks a month, $10 a day, $20 a day. Start. Test and test and test. Growing pains at ad zombies. As orders would come in, we started having challenges. As I mentioned previously, in the beginning, everything was done manually. This quickly made our inbox a total mess. Someone would place an order in our little online store the email would come in for the confirmation of the order, the customer would pay, either through PayPal or through Stripe, and a payment confirmation email would come in. Then, at some point, that customer would submit a creative brief, which was giving us all the information we needed to write the ad. I say we, but at that point, it was just me and my now head copywriter, Sean Hughes, who's been part of both Wedgie Media and Ad Zombies since the beginning. So... When somebody would place the order, we had to match up the three emails we would receive to confirm that A, the customer had placed an order, B, they had paid for the order, and C, we had the creative brief for that order. At first, we had rules set up in the mailbox that would paint colors on specific emails. Payments were green, briefs were yellow, orders were light red. It worked! until we started having not 12 orders a week, but 12 orders per day, and then 12 orders per hour. Suddenly, everything was exponentially multiplied, so we'd be fishing through hundreds of emails trying to match shit up. It was a freaking disaster, a complete clusterfuck. This went on for quite a few months. Having begun in March, by August, we were in a lot of pain. The orders kept rising, and the internal disorganization kept getting worse. At that point, I decided to drop an email to Gary to bring him up to speed on what had started by jabbing in the marketing community. The moment Gary Vaynerchuk changed everything. That email was the start of the change of everything. I thanked him for all the guidance and value he brings to people like me and wrote, next time I'm in New York, I'd like to take you to dinner just to say thanks. Within five minutes, five minutes, I got an email back that said, hey dude, I'd love to, but my schedule is full. However, I'm hosting this really cool dinner event and I'd love you to attend. He CC'd Kim Garcia on his team. Kim reached out to me. And in October, I wound up sitting at the table of the inaugural Digital Uncorked event at City Winery. It was at that dinner that Gary gave me the advice that changed the trajectory of ad zombies. This was the advice. He looked at me as I was asking my whole list of questions about my challenges and struggles and said, and I'm paraphrasing here, dude, you're not an operator, you're a creative. Just look at the way you dress, look at your jacket. I was wearing a red and white striped shirt overlaid with a line drawn pattern and a colorful jacket with a gingham flower in the buttonhole. Anyway, Gary went on to say, you're a creative, and that's cool. We need creatives, but you need an operator. What I would do is look in your social network. You're deeply connected on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram. Look in your network. I can guarantee there are at least five people in your network who have built a seven, eight, or nine-figure company. You show them what you've built without them and offer them 20% of your business for the potential of what it could become. The right operator is going to see the opportunity and shake hands on a deal. Again, this is paraphrased. At that moment, I felt both relief and sadness. The sadness was in the form of this thought. How could I not know this? How did I not realize that about myself? How was I not aware that he was 100% right? The relief came from the realization of, Oh my God, he's 100% right. I need to find this person. After the three hour dinner, I went back to my hotel room, called my wife, our then CFO, and said, We have to come up with a list of potential candidates. He says we've got this person in our network. We spent 90 minutes on a call that night. By the time we got off the call, it was close to 2 a.m. I remember that distinctly. I was exhausted and I was excited. We had a list of several names. By Sunday, we had it narrowed down to just a couple of names, and I started reaching out via email to set up meetings with these individuals. That first lunch meeting was with my top pick and our now head of operations, Brandon Disney. Yes, he's related to Walt. Addressing the Challenges of Operational Scale It was the end of October. I had just come back from meeting Gary, had my operations guy in place, and was ready to start scaling. But we had no processes in place. I'd hired a developer, Redcliff Labs, to help us build our relational database on a platform called Podio. Podio is a platform I had never heard of until my friend and fellow entrepreneur, David Tash, introduced me to it. Podio helped David run his luxury limo company and his digital agency. There's a theme running through here. Always surround yourself with good people and people who know more than you. That is one thing I consistently do. I don't play to my weaknesses at all. I give them zero attention. I can't fix the things I suck at. I can only surround myself with people who are strong in the areas I am weak. Any business person who wants to get ahead needs to do that. Surround yourself with people who are great at the things you suck at. Seriously, you'll never get better at the things you suck at. Anyway, back to our story. Brandon, now only one day into his operational role, led the call with Carson Young, the head of development at Redcliffe, and we started building the automation and process that allows streamlined, simplified flow. I had an idea of what it would look like, but I couldn't really put the pieces together to explain to a developer, here's how I need this to function. I just said, here's the end result I need. If you could get to this result, that would be awesome. I didn't know how to explain the steps required, but Carson did a great job interviewing us, and Brandon is just incredibly operationally minded and very technical. He has a gift. If my gift is helping businesses tell their story, his gift is taking the most complex problem and breaking it down into the steps needed to get the results desired. For example, I would say, I needed to do this, 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 and this. Then Brandon would reverse engineer my desired result after making me tell him again what I wanted. He would come up with a much simpler way to get there than I ever would have. Like I said, surround yourself with people who know what they're doing. Brandon and Carson went into nerd mode on this call. Then Carson and his team went to work. They created version one of what we call the ads system, the advertising delivery system. It's trademarked. Fuck you, don't take it, I will kill all of you. The ad system is built on the podio backbone. What it does for us is magical. It simply allows those three emails that are required to process an order and puts them all together in a writer's queue. In the back end, it looks for those emails I explained earlier that we were matching up manually. In fact, they weren't even emails anymore. Thanks to the new platform, they're like signals given from different pages. I don't even know how it works. It's freaking magic. It's fairy dust and magic buttons. I like magic buttons, and Brandon's made a lot of them. The process is simple, clean, and efficient as hell. If you're starting something that has a lot of process needs behind it, you definitely need to have a good analytical person. You need a good system in place to handle that, and you need clean processes. If you're not a process person, find someone who is, because without them, you're dead in the water. Hiring and training. Hiring is interesting for me. Having never really been a boss, I always treated people I work with more as coworkers. So, having someone in the operational space is valuable. Having Brandon as my operations ninja has truly made all the difference for ad zombies. On his card, it says, Chief Make It Happen Guy and Magic Button Maker. He's a good balance for me. I live in the future, I'm a creative innovator, I think way out there. My thought processes are so far removed from the typical person that having someone grounded like Brandon, who has so many years of operational and employee experience is incredible. Our head copywriter, Sean, handles most of the onboarding for our writing team now. In the beginning, I did a lot of that and I sucked at it. I suck at many things. So again, I surround myself with people who don't. What do we look for in writers and other team members? It's really simple. First of all, we want good people. I think you have to surround yourself with people who are good, who have a heart, who care. When I'm looking at bringing somebody new into our ecosystem, the paper resume means nothing to me. Everybody's resume looks really good. It's the best version of you on paper. The reality is when you sit down to talk with a person, that's when you get a better sense of that individual as a human being and whether they're a good fit. My wife will say, I am IQ and she is EQ. Emotional intelligence is not my thing. But I read people pretty well, and I know Sean reads people pretty well. We look for people who are good first, and then after that, we look for great storytellers, great copywriters. Our training is a little unique. Before we even train them or let them into our world, we have them write some test ads for us. Why? Well, just because you're a great copywriter doesn't mean you're going to be good at writing the way we need to write for Facebook ads, Instagram, Snapchat, Google AdWords. They require a different skill set. The reason I'm not writing my own book and I'm having Laura Schaefer ghostwrite my book for me is because Laura Schaefer knows how to write a book. I know how to write ad copy. If you switched our roles, we would most likely both fail pretty miserably at it. We give them some test ads, and we see if they can fit into the ecosystem we work in. If they do, we have some training videos that talk about what we look for in our content writing or how we work through Facebook. We go through the things that they need to know to write well within the platforms we operate in. 90% of the writers that apply to work for us don't make the cut. We have three rounds of testing to become a writer on our team. Our process is rigorous because our clients are hiring pros. Therefore, we only allow pros on our team. Use Facebook Groups to do Biz Dev. Since this chapter is all about scaling your new business, let's get into some specific business development tactics. Facebook Groups are, hands down, the single biggest source of business development for me and my business, period. There is no place I would rather spread the word and get attention than in Facebook groups. Again, I'm not talking about going into groups and spamming them with bullshit offers to come to your business. No, go into those groups and provide value. I can't tell you how many times I've gone up in front of a group of business owners or entrepreneurs or marketers and talked about using Facebook groups for business development. And even though I say, don't spam, they hear, let me tell people about my business and give links to my shit. Because some people are stupid. First, you have to search out the groups. Let's say you're a marketer. You work for a marketing firm and you want to start your own. You go to the search bar at the top of Facebook. You go to the groups, and you search for any kind of group where you want to add value with marketing. Let's say you want to help home builders. You can go to construction contractors and find groups that have 10,000 people in them, and those members are all people who own or work in that industry. Start listening. Read the threads. Read what people are saying, what they're asking, the questions they have. When questions arise about marketing, jump in as the thought leader in that space. Jump in and add value. This is where you have to be careful not to pimp your business, not to get in there and say, hey, I'm John, and I run John's Global Marketing. No. You jump in and say, hey, Jack, I see you're struggling with this. Here's what I would do, and give them some tactical, practical answers. A lot of people are wired in a way that's like, I don't want to give them answers. Someone has to pay for the answers. Screw them. They're not going to do it the right way. Because if that's their mindset, if all they're looking for is the sale, they're going to lose. Spend time building a community, bringing value to others, and the business will come to you and come to you again and again and again. The minute you focus on the transaction, you're done. If you're chasing dollars all the time, you'll lose. It's not about chasing dollars. Instead of focusing on the income, focus on the outcome. When you focus on the outcome, the income will come. Offer value in helping people figure out their marketing. Offer value in teaching people about the collectibles that you know so much about. Offer value in landscaping tips, if that's your thing. You can give away all your advice. Give it away. Because 90% or more of the people you give it to won't do shit with it. They just won't. I tell people all the time how to storytell and how to do things. And I give examples of how to write. And yet they come to us and have us write their ads. The other thing is, when you provide value in large groups, the payback comes at a scalable level. People will do business with you because they trust you. Now 30,000 people trust you because you're providing value in that group. Did a light bulb just light up over your head? Did you get it? Because that's what Facebook groups are for. That's how you build a community and build value and grow your business using Facebook. Between 2017 and the date this book was created, Facebook was directly accountable for over $500,000 in business development for my company. From Facebook groups, And this isn't by selling in Facebook groups. It's just by giving value. I would give, give, give ask. My asks never came and still don't come inside the Facebook group. You get kicked out of the groups if you spam your business. But if you're always providing value, you're going to drive attraction. And that attraction is going to lead people to look at your profile and find your business page. It all connects. It's the circle of life, Simba. Suddenly, your business starts to grow. It explodes. It's exponential. And all you've done is do what you do and give advice and help people better their business. Half a million dollars just from Facebook groups. Did I mention the half million dollars? A dollar a day all the way. If you plan on using the Facebook platform to grow your brand and you're putting videos out there, there's a great strategy I learned from Blitzmetrics' Dennis Yu. Dennis is one of the smartest guys I know in the industry, and the strategy he uses to test is brilliant. It's called the dollar-a-day strategy. This strategy is very effective for testing what content resonates with your audience. To learn more about it, simply go to blitzmetrics.com. What you do is create your video. You record your truth, whatever it is, your marketing message, your why. Ask yourself, why do I do this? Once you've created that video, you test it to an audience at a dollar a day. In fact, I usually test 10 to 12 videos at a time. You see which one is driving engagement, is driving likes, is driving traffic. That isn't traffic to your website necessarily. It's traffic to your Facebook page or engagement on that particular post. Why? Because what you can do inside of Facebook is create an audience and then retarget or remarket to the audience that engaged with that video. They are good potential customers. And if you know that video is driving views and comments and shares and likes, that video has the potential to drive business to you as well. Why a dollar a day? Because you could run 10 videos at a dollar a day and in a few days discover your winners and your losers. Turn off the losers. Don't worry about them. Keep spending money on the winners and amplify those winners. Then, run your targeted message to the audience that those winners have built. You can, in Facebook, build an audience of people who just watched that video. That's pretty ninja. A great way to build audiences for your business. Grow your business with Instagram and YouTube. I've already talked about Facebook and Facebook groups, so now I want to dig a little bit into the other platforms and how these platforms can positively impact your business. If you're into fashion or hairstyles, Instagram is a powerful way to get the visuals of your craft out to the world. What's really cool about Instagram is that it's a truly level playing field. If there's an influencer or a celebrity you want to connect with and you have value to bring them, remember, don't just come at them with an ask or a right hook. You can DM, direct message anyone on Instagram. All you have to do is click on their profile. Then in the upper right-hand corner are three little dots. You click on those dots and it shows you a menu. Send message is one of the options. Don't abuse the privilege of having that kind of access to the A-list of the world. Bring value. Show them you care. Offer them a free product or a free month of product. Whatever it is you do, give, jab, give, jab. Don't ask. Give them something of value that makes them want to embrace what you do. Embrace your business. Embrace your brand. And get to know you. You want to romance the girl or guy. Instagram is a really powerful tool because it's a super visual medium. It's easy to advertise on and has millions and millions of followers daily, uploading millions and millions of images and videos. Instagram Stories is a powerful micro-video blogging platform where you can publish short stories, videos that you can leave up for 24 hours. The ones that are really good or have really powerful messages you can save. And those are always part of your forever story. Instagram is a powerful tool for growth and business development. YouTube. Not everyone feels comfortable being on camera. Hell, with my crooked nose and my not super attractive face, I'm not comfortable on video. But I push myself to do it because I recognize that I'm a natural enroller. I can, with my energy, engage people in what I'm doing. There's a sense of belief and trust in me. Part of that's because I'm not trying to screw them over. My goal is to help people, and I think that naturally comes through when I'm on camera. Now, how hard is it to build a brand around YouTube videos? Not very. Let's say again, you're into beef jerky. You want to start your own beef jerky review business, where businesses send you jerky. You do reviews and then tell people about the best beef jerky from around the world. And that's it. You're not looking to gain anything from this monetarily, but it starts with you setting up your iPhone or Android on a little tripod and recording yourself. Talk about the jerky, the texture, the flavor, the spices, where it came from. Give it some information, some context, you know? Share with the world what it is. You might do, a la Gary Vaynerchuk, a three jerky taste test and proclaim the winner of that taste test. Then you put the test on YouTube. It's not difficult to do. If you want people to see the videos, you then promote them. You're going to go into the AdWords platform and you put some marketing dollars into it, not a lot, and set them up as videos that people can view. You target your audience, people who have been searching for beef jerky, barbecue sauce, people who are into food, meat. You target people to see these videos and start building a following you'll find out businesses want to send you products because they're hopeful your review will help them build credibility and grow sales. All you have to do is start doing it. Stop making excuses. Stop saying, ugh, I'm going to suck at this. And stop planning to do it. As I said, a lot of people are spending a lot of time planning, but nobody spends time executing. They wonder why nothing changes. Get on YouTube. The only way to begin is to actually begin. Pick the perfect platform for your performance. When you start your endeavor, there are literally hundreds of platforms you can choose from for your messaging and you don't have to use all of them. Sometimes it's better to go deep on one of them and really dominate that platform for yourself and your business than it is to go wide on all of these platforms, trying everything. Not everybody has the time, not everybody has the desire, and not everybody is good at every type of platform delivery. For example, I came from the audio world, and I really enjoy the audio platform. Audio is my first love. Therefore, that's a spot I'll spend more time in. For some of you, you look great on camera, and you're very outgoing and bubbly, so you might want to do video blogging. For others, you are writers, and you want to share your thoughts and ideas in the written word. Find the platform that speaks to you. Don't be afraid to use Facebook for long-form blog posts. Everyone is hung up on the idea that for blogging, you've got to have your own website. Sure, great, but Facebook is a phenomenal platform for long-form blogging. Why? Because everyone's in there, and long-forms do get read. Don't listen to the naysayers who say, oh, people don't read that stuff. They just scroll on by. Bullshit. The people who are saying that are saying it because they don't have the attention to read stuff. But the reality is people who are interested in the topics and content you're putting out will read them. So don't be afraid to use Facebook or Instagram for that. If you want to create your own website, Squarespace is really easy to use. I think of all the platforms out there, Squarespace is the most user-friendly. If you're an audio person, use Medium, use SoundCloud, and create an RSS, Real Simple